everybody. This is Carla Swanigan, and you are listening to the KSM Podcast. I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. We took last week off of doing recording podcasts so that uh, we could be with family and friends, and it was awesome. So I hope that you were with family and friends as well. And this week, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit more about John chapter 9. I know last time we were together, we talked about the scandalous grace of Jesus in John chapter 9. But I want to go back and talk a little more about what happened after that at the end of John chapter 9. So if you have your Bibles, I'm in the Passion Translation, John chapter 9, and we're going to pick up in verse... hmm. Verse 34, I think. And the background on this is, like we talked about last time on the podcast, Jesus had just healed the man that was born blind, and he did it on the Sabbath, and it enraged all the religious leaders because they were so busy um, looking at the rules and the religion, even some of it, the self-made rules of man and not even the commandments of God, that they were focused on the rules instead of on the grace and love of Jesus. And so they just missed like the whole message of the gospel entirely because they were so focused on religion. But this week, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about what happens next. They get really mad. Um, They're super mad at Jesus. But then um, it kind of starts in verse 24. They call the blind man back after they've gotten mad at Jesus, they call the blind man back that's been healed. So now I guess we can't call him the blind man anymore because he's the seeing man. So they call this man that's just experienced this incredible miracle back and they start like hitting him with all these questions about, you know, who really healed you? Because they basically what they wanted was for him to say that it wasn't Jesus. They wanted him to, um, I guess, lie about who healed him. They they just didn't want to give Jesus any credit. They didn't want to believe that Jesus could possibly be the Messiah. So they're asking this man, like, who really healed you? Because it wasn't a Messiah. That couldn't be possible. It's just some other evil sinner that would heal you on the Sabbath. And the blind man's like, look, I, I can't tell you whether or not he's the Messiah. I can tell you this. Once I was blind, now I can see And I can't imagine anybody but the Messiah being able to perform such a miracle. And so we're going to pick up here. They're really, they're really mad that this happened on the Sabbath, the religious leaders. And also they're just assaulting this man, this man that's been healed with all of these questions. So we're going to pick up here in verse 26 and it's the religious leaders talking to the man that's been healed. But what did he do to you? They ask, how did he heal you? The man responded, I told you once and you didn't listen to me. Why do you make me repeat it? Are you wanting to be his followers too? This angered the Jewish leaders. They heaped insults on him. We can tell you're one of his followers and now we know it. We're true followers of Moses for we know that God spoke to Moses directly. But as for this one, we don't know where he's coming from. Verse 30. Well, what a surprise this is, the man said. You don't even know where he comes from, but he healed my eyes and now I can see. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but only to godly people who do his will. Yet who has ever heard of a man born blind that was healed and given back his eyesight? I tell you, if this man isn't from God, he wouldn't be able to heal me like he has. 
Well, some of the Jewish leaders were enraged and said, just who do you think you are to lecture us? You were born a blind, filthy sinner. So they threw the man out into the street. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. This is one of the enemy's favorite ways to get in our heads, to shut down our callings and to steer, steal our miracles. His favorite way, and this phrase, if you're like me, you've probably heard it a million times. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? That's the devil's favorite way to get at us, man, and just to mess with us and to get us distracted and off track. Um, recently, I was it was actually when I was preaching this message originally on John chapter 9, the scandalous grace message a few weeks ago, I was preaching it. And um, I was going to preach it on a Saturday night, and I got woken up in really early in the morning Saturday. And what was happening was, in my head, I was literally seeing, you know, like a movie reel of like crazy stuff that I had done when I was like, I don't know, 18 or 19 years old. It was like I was having a flashback of my life. It was just kind of like this particular part of my life was starting to play over and over in my mind, like a movie. And it just, I was feeling like all this shame and guilt, looking back on some of the horrible things that I had done. And I just was laying there in bed. It was still dark outside. It was super early in the morning. I was just laying there in bed and I was just feeling awful about myself. And then it happened. Then I heard it. Who do you think you are? You're just filthy trash, Carla. Who do you think you are? that you're going to get up tonight in front of all those people and preach from the Bible and talk about Jesus and preach the word to people. You're just a horrible sinner. See, see all these horrible things you've done. Who do you think you are? And that's how I woke up and I'm just laying there thinking of that. And I'm like, right. I did do all those horrible things, even though it was like 20 years ago. I did something horrible yet. Like I'm always, I'm a sinner. Yeah. I'm sure I can think of 30 things I did yesterday that weren't great. But then thank you, Jesus. I remembered that it's not about me. It's not about what I did or didn't do. It's about the cross. You guys, it's about the gospel. It's all about Jesus. He came to the world to save us sinners. And because of Jesus, heck yeah, I got up, I came in my sunroom and I started saying, yeah, you're right, stupid devil. I did do all those awful things. Yep. I have a very checkered, shady past. Uh, I sinned yesterday, probably 20 times, but yep. You know what? I'm saved by the grace of Jesus. I'm saved because of what God had Jesus do on the cross for me. And yep. I am most certainly for sure going to get up and preach tonight. I'm going to tell everybody how awesome Jesus is. I'm going to tell everybody how important the cross is and how great the blood of Jesus is and how it saves us all. And because of Jesus, we are all redeemed, restored, delivered, healed, chosen, set apart for his holy service. All of us that have received Jesus as our savior, every single one of us. Yep. Who do I think I am? 
I think I'm amazing because I have the Holy Spirit living inside of me. I think I'm redeemed. I think I'm healed. I think I'm delivered. I think I'm about to get up and preach that message with some Holy Spirit fire is who I think I am. And you guys, that's exactly what I did. I gave myself a little pep talk here in my sunroom, got up and made my coffee and went about my day and prepared and went to church that night and preached that message like a boss because I know that Jesus wants me to remember who I am. He doesn't want me to listen to the lies and accusation of the enemy, and he doesn't want that for you either. So I guess what I'm saying to you today is, and what I'm all stirred up about, if you can't hear it in my voice, I'm just pacing in my sunroom, walking around in circles. I just want you to know who you are. You're a child of God. You are saved. You are redeemed. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are holy. You are set apart for good works since before the foundations of the earth. You're his daughter or you're his son. You're the royal priesthood of God. You're the brother or sister of Jesus Christ. You're royalty. You're chosen. You're blessed. You're wanted. You're adored. You're his. And he lives on the inside of you. So don't listen to those lies. Those accusations. Don't watch those movie rails, those old uh, movie rails that the enemy wants to play in your head, you know? Don't watch them. Just shut them down and just say, yeah, no, not today, devil. (laughs) Not today. And then you start telling them who you are. And by the time you're done, you'll be in full um, armor of God mode and you'll remember who you are. And you go out and do what he's called you to do. Don't let the enemy steal your breakthrough, steal your miracle, and definitely don't let him steal your calling or your destiny in Christ because of the things that he says or who he tries to tell you that you are. Don't ever listen to who he says you are because you know what? That person's dead. (laughs) The minute you receive Jesus, that old person passed away. Remember what it says in the word? The old is gone and the new has come. Put off that old man. It tells us in the New Testament, put off the old man and put on the new. You're in Christ Jesus now. You are who he says you are. Right? You're a child of God. So go out there and get after it. As my friend says, get it girl or get it boy. You know, whoever's listening. So I hope that encourages you today. I'm real stirred up about it. Who do you think you are? You tell them who you are. You're God's kid. That's who you are. So I want to pray for you now. Father God, thank you so much for, um, gosh, all the wisdom that we've gleaned from John chapter 9. It's an awesome chapter. Lord, I pray that we're walking in your scandalous grace and we're receiving our breakthroughs and our miracles. And I pray, God, especially today for those listening to this episode of the KSM Podcast, God, I pray that they would not listen to the lies and accusations of the enemy when he says, who do you think you are? But I pray, Lord, that they would give it right back to him and say, let me tell you, devil, who I am. I'm the most holy, righteous, chosen son or daughter of God. I'm redeemed. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm powerful. I'm the royal priesthood. Chosen. Chosen, chosen. I just want them to remember that they're chosen by you, God, since before the foundation of the earth. That they're blessed and highly favored. 
Father, I pray that um, they would walk in the full authority of their calling and their destiny in you, Christ Jesus, and that they would be a shining light, a beacon that points to the goodness of God. They would be attractors for you today and every day, Jesus. I pray that they would set the world on fire. Holy Spirit, fill them up. Flood them anew. Light them up like the 4th of July. Give them all they need, Lord, to walk in their authority and in their destiny. In the mighty and holy, loving name of Jesus Christ, our redeeming Lord and Savior, I pray. Amen. All right, God bless you guys. I hope that encouraged you today. Remember who you are and um, call it out. Walk in it. Do that thing. I love you guys. God bless you. And I will talk to you next time.